0: Hi, Steve Hi, Keith And we are are the the new new dad Dad rock (laughs) Why do you make me try this every time? (laughs) Because
1: one time we're going to get it I thought we almost got it right there, no?
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe Yeah,
1: kind of like 2020
0: I don't know about that
1: Uh, I bet there are some good things that happened in 2020
0: Dude, like what? This year sucked
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah Uh, You and me connecting, starting the New Dad Rock podcast?
0: Yeah, I guess that that might count. I'm not so sure. Uh, Fair enough,
1: dude. But the world has spoken.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're right. We've been listened to in, what is it, 47 countries and counting. That's kind of crazy. 47 countries. I don't know that many people. I know some people in a couple other countries.
1: Yeah, I never knew we'd be a global phenomenon.
0: Yeah, so I guess one thing did... One good thing happened in 2020.
1: Maybe not. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry about that. But, you know, it's the end of the year and people like to make lists. Like my kids are making lists for toys and shit they want.
0: Well, that's Santa. That's a totally different thing. This, I think what people are talking about at year-end lists is like what their favorite things were. Like movies. Were there even movies this year? Yeah, um, uh,
1: I want to see that movie about Borat? that was by Nolan, but I forget, uh, like it was called Tetris or something, M- Matrix, I don't know, Tenet, it was called Tenet, uh, I'm dying to see that. They put it in the theaters, they didn't make enough money,
0: anyway, yeah, lot, not many yeah. movies. It's funny, even though there was quarantine, I feel like people still really didn't read that many books. I feel like book reading might be over.
1: I agree that book reading gone down, or at least audiobook listening. Who in their right mind is going to sit around reading a book, unless the book's infected you? You accidentally start reading a good book, and you're like, damn, and it takes over. That's amazing. <laughs> but, like, that's not oftentimes the case, and then, like, you feel the responsibility to read nonfiction books, even though you hate, like, you don't care. Like, you know, every once in a while someone's like, you got to read this book. I'm like, fuck.
0: It's like a business book.
1: And you're like, eh. I,
0: I don't read a lot of nonfiction. I, I, nonfiction books I'll go to, like, reviews and Wikipedia pages and, other commentary about it i don't know sometimes you do find some good fiction but yeah you're right i was putting down daniel kelman one of my favorite writers tear i couldn't get into his book new fiction man anyway as you can see dude. by the voices in the background i spend a lot of time with my kids too
1: yeah dude, i i love that part i, th- I think that's been amazing i've really enjoyed and uh, my kids are seven and ten they're still cute. Well, the younger one is still cute. You know, so I had breakfast with them. I'd have to commute, right? So I think that's why without commuting, like, I've lost 40 to 60 minutes of music listening. For people it might be podcasts or audiobooks So reading probably down like we were just talking about. I bet other lot of good things happened.
0: There are some good things that happened in 2020, and we're going to take a look back at them. It's hard to do a year-end list. Sometimes great things come out in a year, and you just don't get to them until a year or two later. So how can you say at the end of November, early December of a year that some something is the best? I remember a couple of years ago, this album by this, this uh, thrash crossover band, Red Death, who uh, unfortunately broke up this year. They put an album out in December. It was on nobody's year-end lists because their year-end list was already written. It's kind of like this year. There's a new Avalanches album coming out, and that could be on year-end lists, but people have only heard a couple tracks from it that being Sorry. said that huge preamble <laughs> dude it's um, just the
1: list i mean i think people do it for fun they want to share out you and i have always had our disagreement about the 10 deserted island discs <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like i get it <laughs> like, like you i know, still like, think list. we
0: should do that game show man
1: <laughs> dude, i'm on oh uh, yeah i'm happy to do it Like, it'd be amazing. Modest Mouse is kidnapped, brought to a deserted island, and forced to play for one of the contestants. It'll
0: be amazing. I think we could get John Darnielle of the Mountain Goats. I bet he'd be into that.
1: Oh, he'd be a good host. That'd be awesome. Well, that's for another day. But (laughs) I think there's one thing you and I both agree upon, and we'll start easy, but as far as, like, best albums of the year that you can recommend to anyone at any time, who do you think it is?
0: Yeah, I think it's Barty Strange Live Forever. That it's great. This was something that I was hyped for a year and a half ago when his single in a cab came out and then he kind of fell off my radar. And then all of a sudden the album came out and track by track. I mean, almost, almost everything is great. It's been a couple months, but it's, it's held up pretty well.
1: Yeah. It reminds me of a couple artists. One is Beck in orderly when it came out, I think in 1996, like it just hit like all these cool, like different varieties of things. And, and, Barty Strange does that on Live Forever as well. There's like every song's a little different, like in a different vein, which is so fun. And it also reminds me of like the Beatles. You could understand how like the songs all came from the same author, but they're also different. So it was it's awesome. I put it on randomly, but when any anyone's like ever like, oh, you do a podcast about music? But well, which I listen to, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Check out Barty Strange.
0: I saw somebody on Twitter the other day said it was steely dan for people who like thundercat and i thought that was a really apt description i wish i remember who it was to give credit to but it it was pretty funny
1: yeah you're still gonna have to explain steely dan to me i saw you tweet today about steely dan uh black friday i saw you um you talking about steely dan before in other episodes and i still don't get it steely (laughs) dan
0: is is dad rock Um, our dad's rock there's nothing new about it it's old timey it's old timey music (laughs)
1: All right, so so what else have you got to do this year? What else would be on said list?
0: Well, (laughs) I'm going to name two bands... And because they're so prolific, they could fill out most of the top 10 lifts themselves. So <laughs> cool. one of them, we did a show on the OCs. And yeah. I know you've been mentioning John Dwyer's band to me on and off for the past 15 years. We did an episode on them. And Ooh. I've listened to a couple OCs albums over the years. But this year, I finally, something clicked. And they released four albums this year. Woo! Protein Threat, which was I guess their main album Metamorphosized, which was i think outtakes of that levitation sessions that was their live album panther rotate anyway four albums came out this year and then king gizzard and the lizard wizard uh, another band that i've heard about this year i finally jumped in and they put three albums out this year uh two of them just came out a couple weeks ago i think in november kg is their studio album and then they have an album live in san francisco and then they had another live album called chunky shrapnel uh which is a lyric from from a song uh that was a live album that came out early in 2020 so that's seven more right there so if we're going to fill out the proverbial top 10. i guess we're uh, done that that's that's a very good start right there
1: wait um do do you know the lineup in the lizard wizard gizzard thing
0: Uh, King? They definitely have two drummers. Two
1: drummers, yeah. As the OCs do now as well. And I'm
0: guessing there's like seven people.
1: And by the way, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard sounds like The Doors or something to me. Like, like I just imagine their music sounds like The Doors.
0: Uh, they're Australian. They're okay. psychedelic. Uh, yeah, they're that's like... what The
1: Doors would sound like 50 years later.
0: I could I could see The Doors maybe so- sounding like that. They're more in the jam band kind of mm. heavier than Fish, but sort of in that direction where they'll, you know, a couple of these tracks are 70, 17, 18 minutes long.
1: Well, wow. okay. I'm, I'm going to listen more. Okay, so let's go in with our list of non-lists. We all agree that uh, Barty Strange is good to tell anyone about, live forever. Then there's seven albums <laughs> by <laughs> the OCs and the King, Lizard, Wizard. Let's go for Baker's Dozen. So I think it's seven plus one is eight. So we got like five more. What do you think about best, like, I don't know, like, old guys? Like, people have been around for a while. Like, what do you think the best album for a band that's been around for,
0: I don't know, 20-plus years is? Uh, I think the Flaming Lips album that came out this year, American uh-huh. Head. Every time there's a Flaming Lip, new Flaming Lips album, one review will say it's the best album since this other album. I mean, it's not the Soft yeah. bu- Bulletin. It's not Yoshimi Battles with Pink Robots, but it's... That's peak it's, hunting,
1: man. That's peak right? Yeah.
0: It has got a handful of, 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 of good songs and it it's it's enjoyable and they, they they keep you know, they're they're not necessarily pushing the envelope, but they're making sure the envelope's staying on the edge.
1: <laughs> I guess all guys in the category and I'm gonna apologize to Stephen Malcolmus ahead of time, but like I think traditional techniques would be like a top contender this year. Like I mean I had tickets to the show, in fact I still have tickets to the show. <laughs> it's at the film but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they might have put a new date on in 2021, but uh, I'm excited. It's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be in June, but now it's gonna be uh, at least a year later. In fact, I think everyone could just solve all the problems by just making everything a year later, and then like you add the one over the zero. That's my solution. So anyway, I think traditional techniques sure. was amazing. Um, I like the why he recorded it that way, and it was like going to studios and seeing cool acoustic instruments and. Wanting to play more of them and playing them with people. Yeah, wasn't he
0: he making reference to like some obscure seventies AM type singer songwriter guys?
1: Oh, I'm sure there's an artistry beyond anything I would ever know. Besides looking on Wikipedia, right? Wait, okay, wait. Song of the year according to a kid, and for me, I can tell you it's Ronnie Rich, the box. Like Jasper can sing the song in and out. It is probably a top ten hit of the year. Might have won Song of the Year. Like. It's that good a song. So that's the song of the year in a lot of ways. And that's some neat flows, man. It's really cool. So uh, what do you think the song of the year according to one of your kids is?
0: Okay, so I have three <laughs> daughters, as you know. My 12-year-old had uh, three friends here. They're all hanging out. And I asked all four of them what the song of the year was. What's the most popular song this year? Not one of them had any clue, not even one Thought of, of a song. I also have a fourteen year old daughter. She was here with a friend, and I texted and asked her. I said, "What's what's the most what's the best song? You, you guys know, her Sadie? She was on a couple weeks ago, uh, so she has a friend over. I was laughing because you neither, texted her. <laughs> yeah, she was upstairs. I didn't want to go up. I get it. I get it. Uh, I get it. But. Uh, she had no idea. She like didn't even understand the, the question. So that was six kids I asked. I, my 16-year-old, she would just tell me it was a stupid question. So my answer is I have no idea. Only one kid admitted to actually so have listening music? to music. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, know. I know. Like so, so. Okay, so
1: we're trying to do a top 10, ten top 20 list, whatever. Best posthumous pos, albums this year. What do you think are contenders? <laughs> nominees.
0: <laughs> you should start here, buddy. You know no, see,
1: Well, I don't know. The only reason I say it, I ask you for nominees because I know who I'm giving it to, and you know who I'm giving it to. It's Juice World, man. And last night, literally last night, I was I listened to uh, Juice World Freestyle for like 30 40 minutes and I cried. Oh uh, sorry, I almost cried. I cried ish. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 my eyes closed, tears came out.
0: Yeah,
1: I was really sad actually. It was really sad. He's such talent, dude. Juice was on sick.
0: Okay, so hold on. Um, yeah, we did an episode about it. I remember. Yeah, it's like our know, most popular episode.
1: No, um, it's gonna be our second most popular episode in about a week. Like, dude, this No Direction episode has legs. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, it's I One
0: Direction, know. by the way.
1: <laughs> well, uh, no direction. You missed a deal. letter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did I? You, 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 cropped, you, cropped, you cropped the zero off the beginning of it. That. <laughs> oh, zero, that's exactly. a, oh. uh
1: For Harry Styles. Anyway, it was, uh, get, it was great to talk to your daughter. Well, the and day so, that
0: episode came out, Harry Styles got nominated for three Grammys. So, you know, we, you heard it here first on the New Dad Rock. <laughs> this Harry Styles, he's, he, he's going places.
1: We covered a little. You know, best old-timey song, (laughs) best two bands that released everything, and, you know, uh, Partee's Strange. But it sucked in a lot of ways for musicians.
0: One thing that, you know, that really sucked about 2020, so you couldn't even go to shows this year. So the advent of live streams, I think, was one of the, I guess, somewhat positive and maybe you get to see more bands live because you, there there might be more streaming of their shows. I don't know. I saw several live streams. What would you say? I think the one I was blown away by was aronsi Pazuzu, who, by the way, put out a fantastic album this year that met all um, expectations, exceeded mine, and I had seen them perform half the album live the year before. You know, if you're into Finnish black metal or psychedelic music or you just want to hear what an evil wind mm-hmm. spirit mm. from the finish no
1: no 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 oh there's no evil in it oh i gotta tell you i think that's my. there is evil in it in wait, fact their
0: keyboardist is named evil e-v-i-l-l <laughs> okay, is the fine. keyboardist's name fine. they're evil fine <laughs> fine fine i i just don't want to
1: scare anyone off i thought that that live stream or recorded live stream was the sickest thing i've Seen in a long. No, it was live. All that stuff time. was
0: in camera tricks. That was recorded Wait. live.
1: Wait, no, I know it was recorded live, but was it broadcast live?
0: No, it was live. It was live. Yes,
1: it was. You, we went back and found I, this. I
0: went back and, and checked it.
1: Yeah, it was the sickest shit I've ever seen. I'm saying it's Hamilton of the year. It's like when I saw Hamilton the year, it was the greatest art ever. Like right? you know, mm-hmm. rap, hip hop, history on the stage. The stage mechanics were amazing. Dude, I, it, was, it was just Hamilton for me for this year. I know it was June, so it was the middle of the year. Yeah.
0: So but what was... they were performing was their new album and their latest album. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. I know the English translation of the Finnish word is The Master's Claw. They're the most interesting band in metal right now. <laughs> I don't know the... Honestly, if you are all interested in like avant-garde, what is happening, it's... It's not for everyone, but a Ron superstar. No, no, no,
1: I, I think so I would actually make differ and say that I think that live stream that they recorded that was I think in June was so good. Watching that live is like watching Hamilton. They had so much art put into it. Not only their music, which sounded great, and probably the only time you'll like it. There's lighters. There's there's cinematographers. Like you know, like there's there's people producing this. Like there's a lot of people working on this piece of art live. And live art, like live sports, is just awesome. Like, the more people participating in a live event and making it happen, it just makes it sicker.
0: So, all right. So, best live stream. Be, so, besides the Rossi Pazuzu, what other live streams? Uh, we did. The, we talked about the, the Greg Dolly one, which I thought, I thought was good. I thought it was good. I, I thought the OCs was good. I didn't see that one. Um, one of the things I thought was really cool was I mean they weren't live it was recorded shows from years ago but live concerts that Fish did every Tuesday uh, was their dinner and a movie if mm-hmm. I remembered and it was Tuesday I I yeah. tuned in and heard some really good sets
1: I don't know when I discovered that might have been April might have been May it was pretty early I switched jobs in mid-May uh, you start working from home all the time you you this connection your band can't play or practice anywhere and then like the only people you know is work, you switch jobs, uh you 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 move anyway, so Fish starts doing this every Tuesday. I listen listened religiously every Tuesday. I mean and by religiously I mean every other week. It was cool. It was cool. They're picking their favorite shows they've ever done, why they picked them so interesting.
0: They were doing it for charity as well. So they were raising money and they were selling some dry goods to raise Dude. money.
1: Yeah, and they had recipes. For the Vegan recipes, I think, usually, so that people who cook dinners along dinner in a movie, which is one of their songs off of Punta, I think, their double album. We. Oui. Oh, by the way, you know that Trey Anastasio is doing like these like live charity shows every Friday from um, the Beacon Theater. I'm not sure where mm-hmm. the Beacon Theater is.
0: The Beacon Theater is um, on the up West Side, like on seventy. 70-
1: but do you think Trey's in New York City, or do you think it's, or do you think it's a Beacon Theater in like New Hampshire?
0: Or I'm sure Boston? it's the. It's I'm sure it's the Beacon Theater. That that's a residential part of the city, though. Even he could literally live two blocks away from there. All
1: right. Yeah. So so it's really cool and and really cool. I mean, it's really, so I always accidentally go on. So do you use Twitch on your mobile phone?
0: I don't even know what Twitch is.
1: Twitch is an app and like it shows live video.
0: This but is, is, like is it live group... streaming or recorded? Is it all
1: Oh no, it no no no. Uh, oh you can buy. So if you become like a member and you pay for money, you can watch previous sessions. You
0: pay for
1: money? You pay for money, dude. Yeah, if you buy a subscription. <laughs> 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 I'm the the in New Dad Rock. Wait, 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 who's Keith? He's the, the the in Mother Dad Rock.
0: <laughs> he's the Zo.
1: So you go on it, I click I click it, I get there, I put my headphones on, Jasper's playing soccer, I click it, and it will show me what's live that I've watched before. Which is only three to six things. But well, usually maybe one thing. And I watch Trey Anastasio play. And like he's at the Beacon Theater. And like he'll just tell these long stories, he's making fun of himself. He's it's got like, like VH
0: one this- storytellers.
1: Oh, but live—it's <laughs> it's great. But he'll do different songs. I, they did this Harry Hood with the four-person like orchestra. It was cool. It was cool. I like—I um, was going to say Floyd. I like Fish enough that like you know like I like what they attempt anyway. Mm-hmm. And even if it's just one of them, Trey, uh, Trey's attempts are awesome. You know. Okay, so for maybe your New Year's resolution. Um,
0: yeah, one, my all right. Yeah, my New Year's resolution <laughs> is going to be two things. I will watch Twitch, mm-hmm. is one. And two, I'm really going to delve into the King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Isn't that fun? I can tell they're one of those bands that are going to be good to listen to in the car when I'm going skiing this winter. On the long right. drives, jamming out. Got that crunchy upstate New York feel, even yeah, though they're yeah, from yeah. Australia.
1: Yeah, I know that well that makes sense. Um, dude, I sent you dog leg. Did you like dog leg? They reminded me of karate.
0: I didn't give it a fair shake.
1: Oh, that's fair. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you ever hear the young Jesus?
0: I didn't hear the young Jesus. Uh I've been listening to this other band Ganser. Uh, they kind of fall into that same almost uh-huh. retro nineties in some okay. extent. I don't yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah, but they're sure, definitely sure. influenced no. by that. Totally, hundred percent. I mean, obviously, in the '90s, you got taken by a band. I overheard a couple of guys in the beer store talking about their favorite '90s bands, and they were kids that were like 22 <laughs> years old, probably. And they were like, "Yeah, Nirvana, it's either it's Pearl either Jam. Pearl Jam or Nirvana." And, and they're like, "Yeah, I like I like Soundgarden and of the Dogs, cool too." And I'm just like, "Oh my god, man, you should check out the Afghan Wigs." I didn't say that, but that's what yeah. I'm thinking. I'm like,
1: "That's interesting." So you're you're gonna tell a young person how to check out music. How do you tell them check it out? Like, is it on SoundCloud? Do you tell them an album? Do you tell them a band? Do you tell them a song?
0: Like, for Afghan wigs. Up until a couple of years ago, I was ripping them CDs. No, what I would do is I would make a playlist on, you know, if the, if they have a similar streaming service to me, I would just make a playlist and send it to them. Or otherwise, I would probably just text them five to eight different YouTube videos. Oh, that's right. Yeah, That's fun. yeah. You know, in summary, obviously this podcast was was born in 2020. We're uh, in the midst of our second and third season. For those of you who have, who have even wondered, I don't know why you'd even wonder about this, but we have season one, which was kind of when we were going through the feeling it out phase. We didn't or really be, know. What we're, yes, we like did We didn't really. We didn't know what we were doing exactly. Exactly, um, and then arbitrarily. The next week, it became season two, because I guess at that point, what we felt like we knew what we were doing, or maybe we had taken a week off. I think we sort of said we just need to break it
1: so we stop and reflect on how we can get right. greater.
0: Right. And then anytime we have a guest, that's season three, because that's three people. I
1: love that. I love that. I love that. You know, I'm excited right. for uh, season four, which I don't know when it starts, but whatever season four is will be amazing.
0: I think we're going to be in season two for a while.
1: Dude, it's 2021 coming up. It's a new decade. I think it should be season four the minute we land.
0: Mm. (laughs) We kind of summarized a few of the cool things that we found in (laughs) in 2020, um, mostly music-wise. But we'll be back with you. uh, Oh, that sounds great. I love this idea. Goodbye! Happy,
1: happy. Joy, joy!